1: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us.
0: History Makers.
1: Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with author, teacher, and speaker... David Chalmers. How are you doing, mate? I'm very good, thanks, mate. It's great to have you on the phone today. Now, I understand that you're a PE teacher at Heathdale Christian College in Victoria. How's the kids? Are they behaving themselves?
0: Oh, they are, definitely. It's a good place to
1: work. (laughs) I used to love my PE teachers because, you know, it was one of my favourite things, you know, get out and kick the footy or a bit of athletics. What's your favourite sports you like to do?
0: Uh, I'm a bit of a basketball coach. I've oh, been yeah. coaching basketball for about uh, 15 years, so Okay, that's one of my favorites. And uh, footy's pretty good as well. But at the moment, we're in athletics season, so we're oh, getting yeah. ready for the athletics <laughs> Carnival. So we're doing a bit of discus and shot put and things like that.
1: Oh, good on you, mate. Just watch out for those discuses and those, yes. those, uh, <laughs> those javelins. You've got to watch out for them. Uh, now, mate, um, you've got an inspiring and challenging journey that you're going to share with us today, where you visited 31 of your sponsored kids in 12 developing countries with Compassion International. Tell us the story.
0: Okay. So I first started sponsoring in 2006. Uh, At that time, I was a university student. And even so, God was sort of challenging me to uh, live out my faith uh, because I'd sort of been living off my parents' faith a bit, and he sort of said, you know, you've been blessed with quite a bit, so why don't you share it with others? So I was at the Willow Creek Global Leadership Summit uh, in 2006, and there was a compassion stand up the back, and I thought, now's a pretty good time to do something about it.
1: So how many kids did you sponsor it at the first time?
0: Uh, Just just the one. Just the one, yeah. Uh, But it grew, because I was only a uni student, so I wasn't earning that much. But when I started Teaching in two thousand and eight, my income increased you know um, being a, a teacher, and I knew that rather than um, using that on myself i increased started to increase my compassion family
1: okay so you, you ended up sponsoring was it a total of fifty four kids from twenty six countries yep. <laughs> my goodness, and how did you organize to go and see them
0: okay so I, 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 the first couple of years were I, I just just finding my way, just getting to know a bit about compassion. Now, my first visit was in 2009. I went to Bolivia, Colombia, and El Salvador to visit my kids there, and that really opened my eyes. Like I think, you, to to really understand poverty and and the mission of compassion, you've you've really got to go and visit if you can. Um, so that was a it was a real eye opener. Um, it certainly increased our connection and. I saw behind the scenes, the thing about compassion is there's in, the integrity is magnificent. Uh, yeah. There's no hiding. There's no, um, they don't hide anything from you. It's all in the open. They're very transparent. Um, and I think I was just won over. So from there, it just escalated. And uh, 2011, I was working at a Lutheran school. I had a nice little comfortable job, sponsored seven kids. And I felt God challenging me to, to do even more. So by the end of the year, I'd sponsored 40 kids. Now, this, this is where it's what I call the divine economy kicks in. And in Proverbs, it says, um, if you give to the poor, you're lending to God and he will repay you. And that is just so has been so true in my life. So during that year, I ended up sponsoring 40 kids and I still managed to pay off my hex debt, you know, my uni debt and my car loan, and yet I had more money in the bank at the end of the year than the start. So that's, there's no other explanation than the divine economy. I, I was giving out, and God was giving back to me.
1: Now, it would have cost a lot to go and visit these guys around the world as well. How many, how many countries did you end up visiting, 12? Uh,
0: I visited 12 countries, yeah, including one trip at the start of 2013. I visited seven countries in within the space of three weeks. It was crazy, and, and looking back on that, it's only through God's grace that I managed to get through that and then I actually started a job two days after I got back it was it was mammoth and that's where a lot of the um the stories from the book come because it was I after I'd visit I'd write a blog um and often on the day that I'd visited and so the the home visits were really just really eye-opening there was tragedy there was heartbreak and there was despair and I, I I'm a little guy from Australia who's had everything I've ever wanted and ever needed, and God really used those visits to just um, the impact of compassion. Like a lot of those families, without God and the church and compassion, they have nothing. Um, mm. So it was, it was really good to be able to see that, and it just cemented my advocacy with compassion.
1: Well, mate, it is an inspiring story that you went to all these countries. So you, w- w- what were the 12 countries you went to?
0: So I've been to, I'm going to go through it in my head, Mexico. Guatemala, Nicaragua, El Salvador, uh, Ecuador, Bolivia, uh, Peru, Brazil, Colombia, Uh, have I missed any? (laughs) Uh, Philippines as well, so the one Asian country, the Philippines, but the rest of them were in Central and South America.
1: So that's 10. You forgot to add on the GST. you missing...
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Dominican Republic and Haiti. That oh, there was, you go. You got, that was the other you got on 12.
1: <laughs> wow, mate. That is uh, an impressive list of nations you've been to. And I've just had a look at supernintendo81.blogspot.com.au, which is your website. I'll ask you about the domain in a minute. But sure. there's photos... Of you uh, cuddling these kids, mm. eating with them, kicking a football with them. Yep. Um, you must have just been. Uh, you, they must have thought you were like the Pied Piper when you turned yeah. up. You know, they just <laughs> looks like they followed you everywhere, and the massive smiles on their faces. were it must have been satisfying and fulfilling for you, uh, let alone a blessing to them, hey?
0: Well, uh, look. Here's the thing. Like, like I've said already, the the visits were divided into two distinct categories. The home visits were really hard okay they were you just saw everything you saw real life but and and walking through those communities because compassion works with the poorest of the poor you can literally feel the darkness the despair of of our broken world like it's like oppressive you can actually feel it it's like a roof over you but the thing is that as soon as you walk into the church the compassion project it lifts okay and that's that's the love of god pure and simple the kids are looked after they are safe they are fed and they are they're, they're fed the word of god they know that somebody loves them i just love it and, and that's where the happiness comes from that's where the joy and the hope because the thing about poverty is it takes away a lot of things it's all about lack it's lack of resources lack of basics lack of opportunities and and lack of hope but with compassion they work to instill that hope through the love of God so yeah I had good fun and because I'm I'm pretty good with kids so I know a lot of songs and games, and they were, you know, they're literally my favorite places in the world, those compassion projects.
1: And so the idea to write this down and, and you know get it together, how, how did that all come together?
0: Okay, well, it's, it's quite funny. Like Every time I'd come back from a trip, I'd be telling my friends and, and my church these stories, and my friends would just continually say, hey, you should write a book. You should write a book. <laughs> and so um, the reason that I've written it, there's a few reasons. The first one is... I want people to know that God is real and he's working through compassion to bring transformation to people's lives. A lot of people know that already, but I guess maybe through my testimony and my personal experiences that might become real to them. Um, I also want people to be aware of what life is like for people in the developing world and to assure them that they can help and they can make a difference. Because it's very, I think it's very tempting for us to look at the need in the world and just dismiss it and say, oh, it's too big. How can we help? How can we possibly make a difference? But I want you people to know that they can. And also as a Christian, you know, it's in the Bible quite a few times. God requires us to help the poor. Now, whether that be with compassion or not, that's fine. But it's a, actually a non-negotiable that as Christians, we need to use what we've been given to help the poor. Um, so last year I was in the Philippines. I went to the Philippines for 10 months. I was working in an orphanage over there. It was a, a very special time. And I had a lot of downtime, so I'd teach the kids in the morning and in the afternoon I had a lot of downtime to, to do what, what I wanted to do and so I guess that was, that was the ideal time to write the book. And um, I was able to write it was pretty much three quarters already written because, uh, like I said, whenever I'd go on a trip I'd write a blog. So the, the book is, three quarters of it is probably the stories um, of my experiences and they were often written on the day of the visit so it, it's often very raw and very confronting, the, the stories, the circumstances that they find themselves in. Um, now, I may, might need to work on my promotional skills, but I'll be honest. Okay, The, the book is not an easy read. OK, this, it's not some light and fluffy feel good story, um, unfortunately, but that's the, the nature of the world we live in. The stories are not fabricated or embellished. Uh, it's real life. It's the good and the bad. And I hope that people who read it are simultaneously inspired, encouraged and also challenged to put their faith into action.
1: Well, mate, I just love your passion to uh, reach out to children. And I know it's close to God's heart. Because uh, uh, you know, he said, "Let the little children come unto me, for such <laughs> is the kingdom of God." And uh, let's hope and pray many people are impacted by the book. Go into all the world, Definitely. and uh, we've got uh, the same publisher. My, my History Makers book was published by Arkhouse Press as well. Oh, wow, Very And good. Uh, it's uh, good to see that they're getting some good Aussie content out there. Yeah, uh, they've released a bunch of great books over the years, uh, <laughs> Arkhouse. Uh, and um, mate, what's the plans of the future? Have you got a goal? Like, how, how many you going to get to like a couple of hundred sponsors? And you know, how, how many kids do you want to sponsor in total?
0: Uh, well, look, I, I actually started again because when I went to the Philippines I had to, uh, I was a volunteer so I couldn't keep sponsoring. So, but what I did, I announced to my family and friends that I was doing this volunteering and would they like to sponsor and All the kids that I had at that time were sponsored within a month. It was just, it was miracle after miracle. People stood up and said, yeah, we've seen the connection that you have with the kids through sponsorship, we'll we'll look after them for you. And I've actually reconnected since I've been back uh, in November. I came back to Australia, I've reconnected with six of those kids, but definitely as my income increases again, I will definitely build the family up even more.
1: Mate, it's such an inspirational story of what uh, you're doing. And uh, on the side too, you started your own business, DC Fun and Games. What's all that about?
0: I did. Um, a few years ago, I worked for the YMCA in Victoria. It was a little business called YMCA Funworks. And that was something I did when I was at university, just a, a casual thing. And we'd go around to schools and um, community events and things. And we'd play games, basically. We had the big, uh, giant inflatable earth ball and the parachute and the tug of war. And I was like, this is the best job ever. Uh, and so unfortunately, that, that folded. Um, but Ten years later, after I, I did it, I've decided to make a go of it again. Um, so we'll see what happens in, see, uh contact some schools in Victoria and see if I can make a go of it.
1: Mate, I'm just so inspired. And the other thing I wanted to, to ask you before you wrap up is, sure. you know, you, you're not just uh, putting money into these kids because you want to see them fed and, and clothed and going to school. You actually care about their salvation. You believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ to transform lives, which is a big part of Compassion's mission. Uh, You know, there might be people listening now that have never actually heard the gospel. Uh, Would you share with our listeners, what is the gospel and how do people respond to it?
0: Okay, well, as people who who are not necessarily Christians are still probably aware, looking at the world, that we live in a fallen and broken and messed up world, okay? We don't have to look far to see that. Um, And I guess the Christian message is that even through all the bad stuff, that there is hope, that we are not distant from God, that God saw us in our, in our messed up state and he came to be with us. I love it. I love that Jesus is, is called God with us. Okay, so he came down from heaven and sacrificed himself so that we could be made right with God. And ultimately that's the only hope. Like you can have a, a nice life, you can have all the possessions in the world or whatever, comfort and safety and security. That Ultimately that doesn't really mean a whole lot unless you have Jesus. So uh, Christianity is about looking to the next life as well as um, you know, living for others in this life. So my bottom line is why, why I do this. As a Christian... God wants me to help others. You know, there's injustice in the world. Some people don't have a lot. Some people have a lot. And God wants me to use what I've been given to help others. Okay, it's about stewardship. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's why I do it. it you know, And one day I believe that we're all going to stand before God and he's going to ask us, what did you do with what I gave you, with, with, what, with my stuff? Because it all belongs to God. And I'm hoping that through my compassion, sponsorship, and advocacy, that I can give a good account. Mm. So that's something, I guess, for all of us to keep in mind, that we're only one heartbeat away from eternity. And so I guess it's a, a pretty important question and concept as to where we spend that eternity. So I just encourage everyone, um, you know, even if you're not a, not a Christian, I think compassion sponsorship is a very worthwhile thing to do to help others. And we can all do it, and we can all make a positive difference.
1: Well David, I can hear the, the the fire in your belly as you're speaking and uh, you, you've got a passion for the gospel and a passion for the poor and for children uh, and I guess you're travelling around, you're, you're preaching a bit do you speak at, at some different events about your, your story?
0: I have, look, since I've been back... Um since november i've actually had the opportunity to advocate in so many places and god's provided these opportunities so a few different churches i actually had a a tv interview last saturday uh up in sydney with wesley mission a a tv show on sunday mornings and Mm -hmm. i was able to talk about the book and a bit about my faith journey now i actually uh um, had a bit of a mind blank during the interview in the first minute but that certainly didn 't happen today which i' i 'm happy <laughs> about I was a bit more prepared Good on you. Uh, and i 've also what i 've loved being able to do as a, as a teacher and in mainly Christian schools is to share compassion and about generosity and things with the students i 've talked to students from year one up to you know year ten just about we 've been blessed okay we 've been provided for in in God has provided for us and we need to do what we can to help help others. So it's been an amazing privilege and an honour that God has given me.
1: Wonderful, mate. And is there a website people can go to to find out about your ministry?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, so my blog is supernintendo81.blogspot.com. And that's actually, uh, I actually enjoy The Simpsons, okay? So don't <laughs> hold it against me if you <laughs> don't like that show. And there's a there's a character on there called Superintendent Chalmers, and oh, yeah. that's, which is my last name, and he gets called by one of the little boys... Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. (laughs) So I've sort of adapted that (laughs) a little bit. So that's my blog. Um, And um, you can get the the book is through Kurong Bookshop and Word Bookshop. But, yeah, just the blog, if you want to give it a look, that would be great.
1: Wonderful, mate. Well, David Chalmers, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much for having me. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McCardle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen, and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.